Hello and welcome to another edition of Bertie and Paul. I am delighted to be uh, with Dan Devaney this evening. How are you doing, Dan? I am good, thanks. It's very yourself? late, very late. I'm okay, yeah, but I've a few health issues that are along the way, but apart from that, I feel magic. I feel absolutely magic. Uh, and it's 10 o'clock, so it's very late, but we'll, we'll try and knock this out as quickly as possible. But I think after the Champions League, you really got to talk to each other, don't you? I'm dying to talk oh, yeah. about the game. Dying to talk about the game. Obviously, uh, just in a note, there was a few people concerned at my, about my individual safety after the last podcast, but Dan didn't come round at my house and try and smash my car up or put my windows in. We just had a nice, easy conversation about Glasgow Celtic. Just, there's always time there's always time Paul there was a car accident in my, my street yesterday there was my street's just a nice quiet suburban road and there was a taxi and a sort of electric car smashed through somebody's wall and the, like, the car was smashed up near enough rear end in the front living room of the person and I mean in my street you could maybe go one or two miles per hour max I don't still don't know how it happened they're new neighbours but I don't know how it happened Anyway, I'm, I was aiming for your house. Uh, so, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, I was speaking to a few of your neighbours, actually. Andrew, uh, Andrew Brown wants to catch up and have a few beers with us. So, might have to do that. He's a really good guy. Really nice guy. That's Ryan's dad. So, the net is coming in. Dan, we have to go out with these Irish people and talk to them. What I mean? Well, they understand us, though. That's the question. Do they care? <laughs> Will we buy around? That is a question. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Uh, I was just I was just in Norway at the weekend there, and that you don't want to be buying around there. Trust me. My uh, God. How much terror a drink is it? Twelve euro. Nine fifty for a bottle. Twelve euro for a, a half liter, not even a pint. <laughs> Did you drink? Did you even bother? Of course. When in Rome. You know. After. I'm staying in for the next month though, so. Ah, okay. Anyway. And also as well as we're going to make changes to the podcast over the next couple of weeks. Uh, so if anybody's getting suggestions of names for the we're going to change the name. We're going to move move I think to another format. So if anybody's getting any suggestions, Auntie Claire is Auntie Claire's had a few suggestions. Do you want to hear hers? Right, far away. Auntie Claire was Stuart Slater was a player. Nope. <laughs> That's one of our suggestions for the name of the podcast. Yeah. No, nope <laughs> I'm only joking I'm only joking so if anybody's got better names than whatever names rubbish names I've got you're more than welcome to text me and uh, yeah so we are sitting on the 15th of September two days away from my birthday my 45th birthday and Glasgow Celtic nearly had their third win away in the Champions League last night with Aidan McGeady and the BBC Scotland radios eh uh, making comments and uh, Hartson talking a lot on the telly and we were nearly there but we came up, came up slightly short but a point's a point away in the Champions League that's the way I'm looking at it and uh, what did you think Dan? Yeah I think most people would have took a draw at the start of the game um, again it's just frustrating that we could have so easily won the game with so many chances uh, be bit of composure maybe would have helped us out but a brilliant start to the game the first 10-15 minutes we were just press 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 for all of them deserved the goal could have got another one with Kyogo in the first the first minute was it yeah. um, 
and then when they scored their goal, which what was it, McGregor dived in just yeah, he left, um, he left uh, Joseph Ewan left his own exposed. I uh, left his open and then once they scored they get back in it we can we just we just dropped out it so much it was ridiculous. Um let them back in but then again the second half I thought it was all us. They were Shakhtar seemed happy. I don't know why, just to kinda of sit and take up the pressure. So you know why? I mean the, the reason is because points when points get you out the table. So I mean, Shakhtar usually play on the on the on the attack, don't they? they sorry, they usually play on the break. So that's yeah, kind of watching, their game plan, anyway. Yeah, they're watching us and they're thinking, if we go forward, we'll no, get the break here. So four points, four points for Shakhtar Donetsk in two games. I know it's they must be frightening. And I think I you get like a zillion quid for a point, didn't you? I think you get more money. You get more money for a draw than a win. I think. No, I think you do. I think there's some sort of weird formula. That you get more money. Because you're keeping the competition a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, there is something there. Maybe I'll look it up. There is something kind of weird there, but yeah. So, but it's uh, just it's just disappointing. As I say, we we got ahead and then we gave away that goal. And then as I say, we really slumped. I think Shakhtar actually Shved scored that goal, which was pff, my God, the ball was just over the line. Thank, thank God. You, but, yeah, thank you. Uh, as I say, the second half of our we're really composed with all the ball, and we should have got another goal to win the match. But hey ho, as it is. Do you think that, so I'll, I'll talk about the game, I'm not going to be as critical as I was last week because I was a bit sort of hopped up last week and I, like, as what it is, you've got to have your opinions. Do you think that the the this Celtic tried to play differently this week? Do you think once we got the goal we were a bit more sort of, we we're trying to pass the ball around, we weren't as committed as much as to this, this relentless terminology? I thought we tried to play a bit more grown up and then we were just caught because of, of a bad decision. But if he doesn't yeah. make that decision, I think we win the game one nothing. That's what I th- in my head, I think, because I don't think Shakhtar are very good. No, they weren't great at all. Like, as I say, um, there was a long way in the game to go, so I don't believe we could have won one nothing. But we were always pressing in the second half as well. Maybe that's because we had to go and get the goal. But yeah, no, we were a lot more better. We shut them down so well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The first yeah. half, it's at the second half brilliant and then they couple of chances Jota had by again stealing the ball off them like oh, <laughs> how we never scored I don't know but listen but that, that, it was a good performance I mean it wasn't well, we terrible by any stretch of the imagination I think we, I thought we were solid uh, when I first I, when I first I, I watched the game in a kind of strange a strange haze of Iron and Joshua going to football training at half past six but it turned out his training was at half past seven Ranting in a car, driving back is like in one wheel to get back to watch the game, and then still ironing, but still ranting at the game. And so I thought maybe wasn't in the best position to watch it as a calm neutral, like calm. You know what I mean? But I just thought that yeah, just take the point and go home and just forget about it, and then just relaunch yourself for the next game. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's as I say. Somebody said to you, you're going to get a draw in your first away game in the Champions League. You're taking it. Do you know what I mean? But they were de- they were definitely there for the taking. Um, as I say, we're disappointed whenever we get three points. Uh, so let's talk about tactics and stuff like that, and then maybe we will go back to there for the taking, and maybe we, how we could have taken them. Uh, why are we taking strike wingers off at half time? Does does Dan's like Japanese players in the pitch, or is there something going on? 
Growing then we're crying and govern. But the point is it's a funny tactic, not many managers do it, but Angie's do done it twice now, hasn't he? He took you know, the Rangers game, he took uh, mm-hmm. your man off, which has escaped me, and then he brought in Maeda then and then when I I I, I thought that hack is it hack hackita hacksa? Hacksabanovich. was playing really well, but I think maybe I've got a I have got a a problem with new players I kind of tend to say to watch them all the time and get really happy when they get the ball but I thought he was playing pretty standard composed football did you did you think that he was lacking or something I thought he was well, quite he, good he, he created the goal yeah he did he did well. um, yeah I, I think he done a right performance he was he was looking for the ball he was on it quite a lot he did he offered a lot to the game but why he was subbed I don't know no, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's, it up. Yeah, maybe it's a tactical thing because we sometimes look at substitutions as a negative for a player's career if they're substituted before like half time. But actually, nowadays it's becoming a bit more common. Common, yeah, I agree. You're not, you're not like Mike Galloway and getting subbed like in 10 minutes, like making get off. And he's not played many games either, actually. Maybe that's just a case of like Mike is sitting there. He's maybe. Postacoglu is saying like we bring him on we may get a goal we may get two goals and try and win this game you know what I mean but they work out like that but he's a funny player Maeda he's uh, so like we'll just look at Maeda then since we're talking about that area of the pitch Maeda is lacking something isn't he is he lacking somebody having a word with him or is he over thinking stuff uh, well I think sometimes he's maybe just lacking a wee bit of composure you know what I mean he's not getting his feet sorted out um, in time and I'm not having a dig at him for that chance against Madrid because the boy fired at him but um, I think sometimes he's trying I think he's trying too hard sometimes if that's possible yeah you know um, he's just gone at 100 mile hour and he maybe needs to take a second sometimes to think about what he's doing or when the boss coming to him yeah um, that's interesting because that, that chance he had last night Listen, I know he was stretching for it now, but could have a could a, a good striker have put that away? Mm. Quite possibly. You know what I mean? Mm. You know he's not the best finisher in the world, but he's still he's got a good amount of goals for us. But I kind of I love the I love the Champions League this year, and I, I sat up last week after we me and you were discussing quality, and I was, and then I was just watched Lewandowski, Barcelona hat trick, mm-hmm. perfect, no messing, calm balanced striker of the ball take a touch that's it look out put the ball ram it down the, ram it in the corner and walk away and kiss a badge easy makes it look very easy Celtic players last night Dan a lot of them fall over when they shoot is that is that, is that tiredness or just unbalanced I just if I remember rightly Jota now when he's fell over there a couple of times as well you see the pitch digging up the surface yeah. didn't look fantastic by any means Um can we talk about Maybe. Jota, please? Yeah, by the way. What do you think of Jota's runs? He's amazing. You know exactly what I'm going to say here, so don't get don't yeah. get annoyed, please. Uh, Jota's amazing runs are, are good, but are they good? 
or are they bad or is it not an inevitable outcome he ends up in his arse and it just goes to nothing because it takes so much energy to do it or is it a team thing I was told by Jack who's our new listener to the podcast uh, in a basement in Cherrywood that he's a highlight player um, I'm not arguing no, no, I'm just saying what Jack said Dan don't jump on me I'm just giving you suggestions of and I'm not criticising Jota I'm just saying is there a better outcome for those runs I because I don't see many players running off him when he's doing the runs I see a lot of players watching him but at that stage when he's getting that time on the stage should somebody not be taking the ball off him and rifling him home he, he definitely don't take the ball off him he's got the no, but ability be, be, to sorry be beside him to take the ball from him sorry I mean well sure, there was players with him if I remember correctly last night there was a couple or one or two options maybe no clear cut options yeah, as in like they weren't have... clear cut no they weren't clear cut ah, it's, but there's lads a bit around them you know what I mean um, there was two or three strikers there if, or two or three players there if I remember correctly so there was options but I think me you know, that kind of player on your own that kind of run sometimes you're going to go for it uh, with, a, with a better player if you like um, mm-hmm. have led it to somebody else or bring, bring somebody else into the equation quite possibly because it's brilliant. It is brilliant. That's great skill. No, I mean, but so fantastic skill, great to watch. But at the end of the day, you need a finished. Um, yes. You need a finished article to get you the goal that wins you the game. Yeah. So, you know so, I mean? so Pat Nevin uh, was talks about what he learned early on as a winger was that his job was to create mismatches around the pitch. It's a really good way of looking at it. So you mismatch, so he beats one player and then another person automatically comes over to him. So Pat in his head is thinking, I've got two players on me now. Somebody has to be free. Correct. Jota had three or four players on him last night at one stage. And you're right, there wasn't a, there wasn't a sort of clear-cut pass. So is, is, is Jota... I always remember the Cario beating players, beating players, beating players and then Granty asking for the ball and the carry would never give him the ball. Never give him, because he just didn't think Granty was a good football player. Damn, mate. <laughs> and, I, I understand that, but I don't like it because football's a team sport. But I don't think Jota, yeah, there's something there, there's definitely something of those mazy runs and he just flicks off to somebody and somebody else finishes his dinner for him, you know what I mean? And Celtic get the three points. But yeah, right, I don't, think, I don't think there was clear-cut people run about him. I like Joe. Like Joe has created so many goals as well in the Scottish League. I'm just taking a fucking random guess here, but is it because it's a European stage? He wants to be the showboat. He wants to you know do the amazing goals, so he gets on the short window. I, I doubt it to be honest, but I'm no, just I doubt it. Suggestions at the sky here. No, I just I think he's trying too hard to win the game because I think he's gutted. He wants Celtic to win the game because his profile will go through the roof if Celtic yeah. win the game. But I think. At that age, at that age, sometimes somebody's got to tap me on the shoulder and say, "Look, beat two players, and then get your head up, put the ball." Because once you've you've got two or three players about you, there must be a mismatch somewhere, and then get that ball out to that person. But then they've got to speak to their teammates and say, "My Eda, you're hiding behind two players. Do you know I can't get the ball to? You? Be somewhere that you can get the ball to. You, you get my drift." <laughs> Because he ran across the like he ran he actually ran diagonally across the park, uh-huh. so there, I'm pretty sure there was players available. But as I say, it's just whether they were um, in a good position to get the ball. It's the conundrum of Richmond Brierty. Do you know Richmond Brierty? 
I don't. So Richard Beauty and Paul Hartley were on. Were on. Uh, they were those big pictures. Remember on the the hut and Holy Cross. Holy Cross. Remember the two Scottish schoolboys were Richard Beauty <laughs> and Paul Hartley. And uh, what was his name? I can never remember. I remember it was um, Danny's. Danny's first love. What was his name? Graham. Oh, what was the teacher's name? The remedial teacher. It was a, it was a Dundee United scout. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, I don't hear Tommy Livingston, Graham Livingston. Yeah, Graham Livingston, Danny's first love. Uh, <laughs> Graham Livingston uh, used to love Richie and Paul Hartley, but Richie's ultimate demise was that Richie was a really good football player. He used to beat players, but once he beat players, he started thinking he was kind of leash, didn't look around him. And that was his demise. Because right, okay. Richie was a really good football player, still is a good football player, but he wasn't able to lift his head. And that's what team sport is. And Jota hopefully will learn that. And hopefully somebody will say to him because we needed three points, not one point last night. And he could have been the difference. You know? Definitely could have been. Well, would have been the difference. 100% it could have been the difference. football. You know what I mean? The next one I want to talk to you about is if Joseph Duranovic is worth 10 million, how much money is Greg Taylor worth? Considering every time we look at Spose it's down Aranovic's side again you can argue with me right or wrong and I'm talking about Champions League level yeah I mean Taylor's been excellent there's no doubt in that in the league and in the Champions League you know he's been absolutely brilliant this season it's a fair question um, he'll never be as much because he's not a Croatian internationalist can't even get in the Scotland team you know that's a joke Tierney and he'll not get in front of Andy Robertson let's be honest Um and in, in my FIFA, Josh, and I play Josh with Scotland and FIFA, I put Tierney up front, Robertson left back, and then I, in fact I put Taylor left back and I stick Robertson in the middle. Tierney's the, be- Tierney's the best striker we've got in Scotland. Like, you play him up front. Like, like, <laughs> you see, she had him, she had him, she couldn't even hit my car if he was standing two years beside it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you see she had him's miss? His no. misses? Oh, don't. No, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, no. So, yeah, so Greg Taylor is just exceptional. I, nah, I just he, love him. He Again, been, he's Scottish he, he, and I'm biased, I don't care, but yes. Nah, he's been brilliant, he has been really good. So, can I take in away from But as I say, you're never going to get it for a Scottish player that can't get in the Scotland team, so. <laughs> nah, well, that's, listen, that's being honest and it's stating the facts. Yeah, it's tough. You know I mean? But anyway, I don't care. I'd, I'd rather he wasn't playing for Scotland and he gets himself because the worst thing can happen to him is he gets injured. Secondly, second question. Every person I talk to about uh, Celtic defenders always say they've always got a mistake in them. Don't they? Like Starfelt. Yeah, it's always been there for years. Like, there's one of those got a mistake, whether it's Ambrose or whoever the yeah, hell they always say that, right? So who's the best defender in the world at the moment? Dick Van Dyke. Yep. Dick Van Dyke's got a mistake in him. How's that possible? So does it mean does it mean that all defenders have your mistakes in them? Because I thought of course, Celtic, they're, only, they're only human. I thought Celtic's the reason why I'm talking about this, I thought Celtic, apart from that wild man challenge the Maritz did, I thought the Celtic back two, the two defenders were just solid as a rock last night. As you could possibly get. As a Celtic peer in a European game, I thought they were nearly as good as Caldwell McManus. <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, <laughs> Caldwell McManus has got a great record. 
They but have. I thought they were aye. very good last night. They were. Aye. Again, they, they wobbled with the rest of the team, as I say, in the second part of the first half. But aye, they, were, they were very good and genuinely scored again. Like, was that the first half as well? Aye, he, he, hit it. he did everything he, what he was supposed to do. Aye. I mean. um, so. Ah, no. It wasn't a frustrating, well, it was a frustrating night, but you're just kind of. Yeah, this goal has to come for 60 minutes on but the defence never really looked threatened the second half no not at all and that's 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 I mean, testament to I me mean, that that wee winger guy that scored the goal was absolutely rapid wasn't he ah he's really fast he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a player isn't he I think he did he score two goals in the first game against Leipzig as well I think yeah, he definitely Shed, scored one of them Shed gave him the ball or he was he was he was just ripping them apart it was just yeah. ridiculously bad they won't be as bad against us, mind you, but anyway, that's, that's the way it's going to be. The next part is about tactics and dancers. We're getting stuck into... I actually agree with each other tonight. Celtic don't have a defensive midfield player. They don't have a number six in Europe. I don't care if Anne Postecoglou comes down to my house and tells me that they do. They do not. I was watching it last night. They've got Hatati and McGregor standing in line with each other. They are not playing with a typical defensive midfield player. One or player. And they're not, yeah. and 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 Atati needs to stop sliding. In European football, like I couldn't slide at the Leisure Dome, playing against adults <laughs> when I was twelve years old. I was told, "Do not slide," because it's stay in your feet. Stay in your feet. Yeah. And Atati sliding all over the place in Europe. You're like, get up, son, or whatever that. Do you think that that translates in Japanese? Maybe Steve will come on and tell us. But I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, I think if we did a proper defence midfield player, which apparently we did buy, but he's not fit enough, which is slightly annoying. Who's that? That Oliver thingy guy, apparently he's oh, not fit. Oh, the boy from Denmark, Norway, was he? Yeah, Denmark. Denmark, sorry. But he's not fit. He was on the bench last night. No, but apparently, Angie said he just wasn't fit enough when he signed. I, well, you know what I like. I listen, but Aunt Bossy College does about eight thousand interviews, so I got to listen to them all to try and get the information. But apparently, he isn't fit. But you'll get there. But I, I like to see a select team a proper number six playing because I think that would give us a much better platform to defend to start our, our attacks from. Because I don't think attack. In fact, I don't think I know. So you replace him with Hatati then? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not replacing Dan. I don't do that in my head. I just start oh, thinking. You have. You have to. Do you want to bring him in? Well, you have to replace him with somebody. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So you, do you want to? Do you want to go through that, Dan? Do you want to go through that discussion then? Just ask that question. Okay. Did you take off? You take one of the wingers off, you play two up front, you stop messing around. Klopp, Klopp is one of the best managers in the world, yeah? Nah, he's alright, yeah. Right? What, what, happens when he's up, what happens when he's up against it and he's got the Americans done his back? What did Klopp do? He didn't do 4 3 3 he took a str- uh, and he played two up front and he started whacking balls in the middle and he got a result against the Hacks and he left the building the happy happy German <laughs> they, I mean? they battered the Hacks to be fair didn't they but he changed his tactics and he put two yeah. up front so Dan 89th minute that Australian guy which I mean humble pie the Australian boy is very good I my log- logistical view of him of he was coming from poor teams is wrong. That boy's a football player. 
Oh, he's got plenty of composure about him. Oh, he's, so he knocks that ball through. Clackamakis jumps and heads the ball down. Okay? So close your eyes and think about Sutton Larson. Close your eyes, think about Phillips. Who was it? Phillips and... Uh, oh, what have I lost his name? Phillips and Quinn. Right? Phillips and Quinn, Jesus. Sunderland? Sunderland, yeah. What happened? The big man jumps up, hits the ball, it falls in a way. Sunderland's on it, yeah. Where is our striker? Salmonass and McDonald. Salmonass McDonald. Where's the striker on that 90th minute and that ball falls? He's sitting on the bench. He is, yeah. Yeah, so you play your defence midfield player in defence midfield, you play Atati and McGregor, and you play one of our wingers, and you play two up front. The big man who gets the downfall and Kyogo who scores a goal. 2 1. See you later on, Shakta. Yes, yeah, I will. Hey. Maybe, maybe his tactics are the other way around. Gets, get two or three goals at the start and then fucking sit in. Maybe battered Rangers that way, you know what I mean? But Klopp. Dif- different for Europe, but. Hey, but Klopp was 1 all and Klopp won 2 1. Celtic was 1 all. He did. No, I agree with you. He changed that up. Well, you don't need to agree with me, but the fact of the matter is, I'd like to I'm see, not. I'd like to see that happen more often, because when Glackamarkis wins that ball, that ball falls in a dead area. Right, happened. If you're Gary Lineker, you're Lineker, you're Sutton, you're you're yep. Larson. It's like Larson, Sutton, Sutton, Larson, goal. Celtic got three points. See you later on. Even that Hazelhink and bloody Scott McDonald, that gets knocked in, or the the, the Polish guy. But Celtic at that time, dominant football apparently, don't have a second striker. And you've got five midfield players, essentially, watching the ball fall into space. And also, Dan, did that goalkeeper look competent to you last night? Yes or no? Um, the Shakhtar, yeah. Yeah, Shakhtar. I thought he was shaky in the first half. I don't think we put him under enough pressure. And I think Lakimakis gets him under pressure. Again, like again, I'm just I'm not picking holes. Uh, well, no, the first half, like what was the one Kyogo nearly nipped over yeah, his foot? Yeah, he was panicking. I he was right in them, but um, I don't think he's too. From what I can remember now, do you know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. paying much attention to him. <laughs> he's a good save off O'Reilly. Yes. Again, again, I'm just playing. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just looking at the game slightly differently. Same well, look. The German number one coach changed it. We didn't change it. We got a great chance at the end, but nobody was there. I mean, I seen I seen a few folks slating Joe Hart because he never saved them. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, their goal, and I'm like, that's just getting fired at you for fucking twelve yards or whatever it is. You know what I mean? He thinks he's hitting it low, so he's diving low, and the boy hits it high. So not much you can do about that, nice. <laughs> I was going to. Do, I don't know. I was watching. It, I was trying to be criticised. I'm not like to be honest. I played football on Monday night, and somebody hit the ball at me that hard, and I stood in the way it done, and I'm still feeling it in my nuts. I mean. <laughs> 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 Stolen bits. <laughs> uh, yeah, in fact, actually, a shout out to Noah Bridges. Noah Bridges is a really good goalkeeper, and I was there in Coatbridge playing football, and the ball came and I hit it. I just hit the ball, and I'm actually quite. I've got quite a decent strike when I hit the ball properly, and Noah stood up to that. And I think Noah's still here in that football in his head because I nearly blew. I nearly blew him and the goal. So maybe Joe Hart was looking at his new. His next head and shoulders commercial and just went and sort that for a carry on. Because <laughs> it was a weird save, but I think 
You know what I mean? You can't do anything about it. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd like... Frust- uh, oh, it was a frustrating night in the end, you know what I mean? Watching it was the frustrating. It was just with plenty of good chances with how we played okay. You know, I'm just looking at, yeah, looking at different tactics or different ways we could attack, play the game of football, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm delighted. I want, I'm not delighted, but I'm delighted we've got a point. Because if you look at the Yahoos, I mean, 17 goals. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm but also as well as interesting as well as is it is a nar- the narrative like I'm watching like the media and they're building a narrative about Celtic even during the game like they've been played well but they're unlucky and then you watch the Rangers game and Rangers apparently played really well against Napoli until Bobby Sands let them down and you're like that didn't happen like Napoli just were just not playing well they just missed loads of chances I never watched it to be honest I've only seen like, the oh, goals and stuff it's better it's better than the headache tablet I'm in pain just now so I just sat down watching Rangers in the Champions League I was loving it I was on the spin bike watching Rangers in the Champions League and I just was spinning away happy out I did watch the highlights of Leipzig and Madrid as well and again like Leipzig didn't look too bad you know what I mean I know it was only short highlights but again Madrid just turned the screw when they had to and get two goals at the end well, the thing is, Dan, that it seems to happen quite a lot in the Champions League that the best teams wait and wait and wait and get the result. And there's a reason for that. They're, they're, they're resilient. They've seen it all before. They've seen lots of teams come and play hard against them and run about like lunatics. Not saying that we did that last week, but the point of the matter is they're skilled enough to pick you off and that's where you get to that's play for Real Madrid. But yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the narrative about Leipzig. I, I Celtic will take this. I, I, I don't like because I've heard this hundreds of times before. I don't worry, Celtic will go here and we'll get a point. Or Celtic will beat these guys at home. Every time I hear somebody saying that, I think, do you, have you thought about this really? Have you really thought about this? Shakhtar Donetsk like playing defensive football. They just sit with that blonde guy with a tattoo in his neck up front. Celtic batter them and they just put long balls to him all day. And one on one chases. I mean, it might suit them better to play at Celtic Park. But I wouldn't be quick to say that we, like points are hard to get by for Celtic. In the very League. bad. It's nah, very it's hard. Spe- especially away from home. But anyway, Aidan McGeadon thinks we'll beat them at home, so Aidan's a great guy, so he knows his stuff. Would you be happy if we get a draw in Germany and then a win at home? Now, that'd be amazing, I think. Do you know what I mean? So that'd oh, be about five, five points, and you can't, if, assuming Shakhtar lose both their games to Madrid. That'd be us on five, them on four. And then we play them at Celtic Park. Yeah, all, all I want is is all I want is Celtic to be in the in the games and in the and getting and inquiring points. So Celtic got a point, it could be three, but then the next game we get better and we learn from it and we acquire we we take more chances because I, I think Glakimakis last night hitting that ball again shows slightly naivety and plays the occasion not that show he, where he, he is blast, you know I mean? he blasted it for a minute, like he, he rattled it full fo- I mean again like you're talking about Lewandowski a better play, better player sorry might have placed it for that distance yeah because Morelos last night you know, Morelos a great guy you know I mean phenomenal striker 35 million worth easy Morelos comes in the box last night and he tries to hit the ball so hard that he hits it off his other foot and then they're all like, well, I mean, he's obviously not, I mean, it's just not that sharp. I mean, like, McCoy said I saw his move the whole night. 
He's like, ah, oh, okay, she's not that sharp. You've got to give him, you've got to give him a pass for that one. You're not Ali, not Ali. Even when he's Alistair. sharp, even when he does that, he's no sharp. But the fact of the matter is, like Lakimakis, I think play the plays occasionally in the Champions League when he's hitting that ball. But I think that that's done United. He just pings it see you later on. You know what I mean? There was, a, there was some stat yesterday that Jackie Marcus has now played I think 13 games in Europe for Celtic and for Ike was it Ike Athens he played with? and he's yeah. not scored a goal yet mm. and you hear the kind of stats going oh, for a striker one big man but the thing is but the thing is then I would I would say that he's, he's effectiveness for the team outweighs that and if you see what he did last night he was pretty effective but I think he needs somebody with him but then maybe I'm wrong we'll see maybe he can Maybe I I'll think get he'll to come see. good. No, I, I think, think he'll he's come good. I still think he's brilliant. And uh, yeah, so I thought, so we're happier than point the table. You get to look forward, but there's no points to the table, and you're just like, we're out of this, aren't you? Really? Yeah, like, I think you come, you come away from a lot of silly games, and you're frustrated as fuck. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, just the bad passing and wrong decision making and stuff. Whereas, I don't think it was that last night. It was the chances were there we just never took them but I thought our passing and our movement and everything else was really good well, so I, disappointment never won but no I wasn't frustrated last night I must not I thought oh my God, I thought our passing could have been better but that's just me being I thought we did hit some passes just like oh, come on let's just slow down a bit there's a part another pass on don't force it as much meet them which was really interesting the Shakhtar players were gutted knackered they were on there they were knackered and then Two hours later, Gilson's standing doing, a, uh, doing an interview and he tell him about, I mean, we gave everything tonight, we gave everything tonight. He's not even got an ounce of sweat on him. <laughs> I mean, he's just lying. <laughs> we gave everything tonight. Everything tonight, we, we turned up, we played well. We, we, we just, we, it, 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 the penalty kicks went against us. That's, you know what I mean? They're just talking rubbish. But actually, I'm looking at Gilson, you look as if you've just went for a walk in the park and come back up. Whereas Shaq's best players will be like, Celtic gave them a game you know what I mean but I think sometimes if we just hold the ball a bit better and make them run a wee bit longer it might be better instead of forcing a wee pass here or there but again that's just my philosophy in football sometimes you just run them on the ground with the ball at your feet you know so well Dan I'm happy I'm happy you never tried to kill me last year last week and uh, you're welcome and uh, onwards basically what we're saying is we want the Real Madrid game and the Bernabeu to be in something don't we that's basically what we want. I I would be absolutely delighted if we are going to the Bernabeu and we've qualified because it's possible if the results go your way as is in. But oh my god, that'd be class to just go and enjoy the occasion instead of thinking, oh, we need to win or we need to get a draw, which in the Bernabeu is going to be a slightly big ask. Let's be honest. <laughs> and and to all, all, all of the listeners out there, if anybody's got a spare ticket for the Bernabeu, <laughs> please give me a shout. Because we're all looking for one. I had a, 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 a strange conversation about this with with my lovely wife uh, a couple of days ago. She's like, so, who, 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 who are you going to the football with in Spain? I'm, like, I'm just going myself. What do you mean you're going yourself? I'm like, well, I'm 44, so I've just kind of booked a ticket. I've got more accommodation. And you can just see her like code red in the situation now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like and then I'm like because I'm doing something else while I'm answering the question of course obviously I'm not the brightest I'm not the sharpest knife in the box I mean I can't even say that yeah, expression properly 
And then I was like, Dan's in the plane. Dan's in the plane. She's, and she sort of looked at me like, so you're telling me that Dan's going to be your backup man? I'm like rolling back. I'm like, and then I was like, I think Frank's gone. I think Frank's gone. And she's like, again, she's like, she met Frank once and I, you know what I mean? Outside the... Uh, outside the toy store up in Carrot Mines you know what I mean she's just like, she's like and I was like um, Murdo, Murdo's gone as well Murdo who's uh, lived uh, down in Bray next oh, to me as well he's, he's gone as well so and, uh, there's a few lads gone I know I think Willie McThingy and I said I was about to tell him that Willie, Willie McThingy was going but I was like oh, this, this is just going downhill fast fast <laughs> 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 Aye, well, Willie has gone Miller's gone Rory Kerr's gone Charlie's gone yeah, there's a good few oh, we'll plenty of people going. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Our podcast listeners, people come up, people have been really kind and nice. And uh, Michael, one of my good friends, is listening to the podcast. He's now became a Celtic fan. Can you believe that, Dan? Yeah, who did support, support before? I don't know. I never asked him. I've got no interest. I mean, I thought all, all South Dublin guys are all about rugby and stuff like that. So I don't really ask them about sport. They start talking about Leinster and I just lose interest. So, but Michael, Michael's different. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, I'm a, I became a Celtic fan because I listened to the podcast. I, I, I broke down and cried, Dan. Broke down and cried. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, uh, I have a few more questions for Michael first. <laughs> yeah, well, I, think, I think we should get Michael on because Michael, Michael is the funniest man in, in South Dublin. He is so funny. But I need to speak to these people. There's contract situations. It's all getting messy. But honestly, Michael would be a Scottish housewife's favourite if he came on this podcast because he is the funniest <laughs> man alive. <laughs> Absolutely good, funny. Good. Uh, so thanks, Dan. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Also, what, what is the weekend? Maybe we do one after the. But what is it? Rangers. I know Rangers will get Dundee United. But do we Saint have? Away for us. Who do we have? Saint Man. Saint Man. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that manager guy. I think he's a. Mm. Yeah, fingers the next crossed. Mother coach? Oh, I don't like him at all. <laughs> yeah, so fantastic. Yeah, we'll get some will be back next week as well. Mikey Dahl is, uh, doesn't have internet, so I just called him basically poor. I don't know if that's completely correct. Yeah. And hopefully next week John McGon, John might join us, maybe. Maybe. Surely in the 28th, surely in the century, but <laughs> you can walk out in the streets of London and just get internet. Uh, streets of London. That's a song. There you go. Uh-huh. Ralph. What does he say? Ralph McTell? Ralph. Is that what he was that song? But uh, no, Mikey's poor, basically, so <laughs> just pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, Dan. You're a star, as always. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of days, and we'll do the, we'll do the St. Murray game. Good night, God bless. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers.